Hello, one and all, and welcome to the Age of the K Wrestling Show. We are back to talk this week in wrestling. As always, I have the unfortunate task <laughs> to kick us off with the Raw results. So the card for this week on Raw, we had Lashley taking on Xavier Woods, kicking off the show, and Xavier Woods picked up the win. What? What? That means the Kofi might win? He might win. Um, <laughs> bollocks, utter bollocks yeah. uh, We had Alexis Playground With the guests of Eve Marie and Dewdrop Because why not oh, sure. okay. Then we had Jinder Mahal and Drew McIntyre Fighting over a sword And a bike In a segment um, <laughs> Did they literally ask like a, like a kid What's cool <laughs> I like swords you need a bike and, and a sword and and they can fight each other. It's like, okay. Yeah, okay. Okay. Yeah. This new right is awesome. Notes. Making the notes. Um, so yeah, that happened. Um, we had a weird backstage promo with Nikki Ash and Riddle. We then led on to the Fettle 4-Way where Nikki Ash took on Naomi, Alexa Bliss and Asuka with Nikki Ash picking up the win. Shockingly. Um, we had AJ Styles taking on Ivar, with Ivar picking up the win. Even more shocking. Then we had Omos taking on Eric. I fucking love when we're heading to a pay-per-view. Um, and we've got a tag team match coming up. And it's like, what can we do? Well, we'll one have on one. A couple of singles matches. One on one. One on one. We'll maybe do a two-on-one one on one. at one point. One on and we one. maybe have the tag match, so that then the one of the pay-per-views a rematch <laughs> in the end. Yeah, like, yeah. <sighs> All these options. Um, yeah, so AJ lost against Ivar. Pretty weird. Um, clearly means that the Viking Raiders are going to win the titles. Clearly. Um, we then had the US title on the line. Finally, Sheamus defended against Umberto Carrillo. Sheamus won. Sheamus yeah, still got it. Really. Yeah, still got it. Like, I lost it. I, just, I, I feel like he lost it. After, well, he obviously didn't now. No, but no. like you know, because he had to be off for a while because he got kicked in the face. Yeah. No, just got a mask. Still a belt. Did he get kicked oh, in the face or did he kick in the face? He kicked Riddle in the face. Knee- How did he hurt himself? He got kneed in the face by Umberto. He got kneed in the face, like, that was it. Thank you. Umberto. And now Umberto's like, belt. Yeah, he's not winning. So. Yeah. Um, then we had a Falls Count Anywhere match. John Morrison took on Ricochet. Obviously, we've seen them two go at it for a while, for the last couple of weeks. And Ricochet won this one. Um, so it just means Ricochet more like, prominent lately. Quite surprised very, at this guy. Very prominent. Um, yeah. But although he did lose last week and it was a no contest the week before. So technically, middle of the road. But yeah, prominent. I, I, yeah, I agree. Middle of the road. Middle of the road. Um, Ray Ripley took on Natalia for some reason with Ray picking up the win. And the main, event, do, the main event of this week's Raw Anthony was the VIP. <laughs> I Why? Even, I don't know. Like, why did he not finish an episode of Raw with a match anymore? It's always a fucking segment. This week, Lashley was on there and he was like, I don't like it with the hose. I want to be real. Was he ditched um, his hose? Well, yeah, kind of. And MVP's like, no, no, the hose is good. And he's like, no, I'm, I'm strong. He's like, okay, you be strong. Um, yeah, pretty much what I got from it. Um, I mean... It's like Bobby's in the room. Your impression's just shockingly awesome. <laughs> right, right. Um, so, yeah, so that was the card. Highlights. So, Morrison, Ricochet. Um, 
These two have put on some fucking wonderful matches with fantastic chemistry in the past couple of weeks. Let's face um, it, they've both got some real good technical ability in the ring. Yeah, definitely. You know, there's been some major spots the last couple of weeks and, you know, actual like reinvestment in Ricochet as a character. Like, Johnny Drip Drip, um, people always go like, oh, he should be, like, you know, the world champ, whatever. Like, he's always had a pretty good character. He's always been pretty involved. Ricochet has just been, like, nothing. And, like, the last couple of weeks, he's, like, really cemented himself back up there now, you know, with his with his ability, but also with the fact that he can also do some decent stuff on the mic as well. So, um, yeah, big fan of that. Um, we also finally... Look like we have a plan for Damian Priest because they're teasing something with him and Sheamus. Obviously, he came back the previous week, was just a member of the Battle Royal. No announcement, no fanfare, nothing. Just no explanation as to why he was gone. He just and yeah, was um, celebrating still. I don't know. But it seems now we are going to get to see him versus Sheamus for US title feud. Um, yeah, I don't mind that. I don't know. I think um, I think it would be good for him. I know. We've spoken quite a bit about Priest and, you know, his time in uh, NXT, the fucking hot tub, like how bad that was, all the way up to the main roster. But, you know, the whole stuff with Bad Bunny was really good, and now he's kind of floundering. So I think if he gets that yeah. chance to be a champion, I'm, I think it would be good. I think that's the thing. I'm willing to, to give the benefit of the doubt. I wasn't a big fan of him in NXT, but he's not been bad in the main roster stuff. He hasn't done a lot in the main roster yet, but he's not been bad in it by all means. So, um, yeah, this could be the right thing for him. Could be the right move. Definitely. Agreed. On to the O'Shates. Um, so, Jinder, Drew. Um, why? Like, so much emphasis on the whole sword, the bike. It's like, why do we have to have these, like, materialistic possessions to make a feud? Like, Drew's so upset because it's Because it's a Vince rule. It's a Vince rule. There has to be a like, reason for the fight. <laughs> Jinder's like, my bike. And it's like, well, right, okay. Um, like... I predict and... A riot. Well, yeah, that too. But you can see my notes, regardless of what may or may not happen at Money in the Bank, you can see my notes that I wrote... I can confirm these notes written before Money in the Bank. That I believe Jinder is going to screw Drew at Money in the Bank. And so that way, that is a way of keeping Drew out of the title picture because I think the fans are going to react unfavorably for some fucking reason but I know the fans um, they will not I know be the fans fan because you are one I am one um, so it gives Drew an out where he can do something from a feud standpoint and try and build up the you know rapport with the fans again um, but yeah so this whole thing was like the precursor to that in my opinion and we'll talk about whether that happened or not um, we then had Alexis Playground with Eva and Dewdrop um really <laughs> like yeah like the stuff last week or the week before whenever it was with Alexa and Dewdrop they had good chemistry Eva is fucking awful like not even like oh she's a good heel no she's just fucking just, awful the, like she's terrible. legit like the hype like they've not even hyped her up directly there's just been a lot of talk and a lot of speculation about her coming back and they just never had a plan for it did they like, I can't imagine someone who spent so much time being, like, invested in and then fucked off and came back under the, you know, she's going to nail it this time. 
and is still like, probably worse than you know she was before. Um, it's it's so directionless though. Like what is like is she a manager? Is she a wrestler? Is she like I, I assume she's a heel? Like what is like? There's no real direction to this I at mean, all. She's her, a bit of a cunt. Her gimmick is she wins, so she's not in the match or she's you know literally. No involvement or doesn't take the pain, nothing, but she wins. So, yeah. Okay. So she's a brat then. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. So yeah, awful. Uh, then knowing what we know about, unfortunately, spoilers. Anyone who has not seen NXT, but Mandy ends up going on to NXT. What? We don't really know why. Um, but they have a segment on this week's Raw that continues the fucking feud. With Mandy and Dana and Tamina. So and that's the thing. She rocks up on NXT, but is she done with Raw? Who knows? Well, it didn't make the news, but fuck it. We'll talk about it. Dana Brooke is pregnant. So, uh-huh. yeah. Dana congrats, Brooke, Dana. Who is now engaged and now pregnant. Make it that what you will. Um, but she's <laughs> no longer um, competing, obviously. So they had to do something with Mandy uh, and. Apparently, the natural thought was to send it to NXT, which isn't great. So, yeah. Makes um, sense. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, yeah, it makes no sense that they would have it on Raw, like, literally days before she's on NXT. It's like a big swap. It's almost like the it's not like plans. the Raw women's division could do with, you know, women. Yeah, imagine. Imagine. Um, and then, finally, um, I don't know, a bit of a damp squib of an ending, I thought. So, we had Lashley... Um, you know, being really serious now, like, you know, why end the whole night on a promo? And from Lashley, who's just like, I'm angry because I want to win, and I've got women, and I've got power, and I just want to win. And it's like, well, okay, um, but really, this is the end to Raw, like, okay. <laughs> For me, this is going to be the downfall of Lashley, like. Popularity wise, because the how many times have they changed what he's about now? And in every gimmick, he doesn't really talk, but he's like fun loving, then he's not, then he's having an affair with lots of face, then he doesn't can't stand her, doesn't like her, then he's like now got all his hoes, but now he doesn't want to be seen that way. Like, make fucking minds up. I mean, I don't think he's ever had any like anything that, it, that he's about, he's just there. <laughs> yeah, but this is the funny thing because he just he doesn't really talk or interact much so he could be more of a Brock Lesnar type character and have MVP do the talking and hyping him up as his hype man but instead they try and go look at what he's like look at him with all his hose like just stop doing stuff like that stop imposing gimmicks on him and just leave him to be the the, the sort of stoic silent badass and just have MVP do all the talking it's all they needed to do it's all they needed to do if anything he's now going after MVP because like you know he's the well, that makes sense. he's losing so Anyway, that was raw for me. It gets a one point five out of five. It was, it was not great, but at the same time, there was one or two things that made it somewhat interesting. But yeah, again, not a fantastic episode of Raw. I mean, spoilers. The next week's is gonna be significantly better than this. But yeah, this week's. I've pieced it together okay. before we talk money in the bank, Carl. Right. So they have the all MVP interaction with uh, Bobby Lashley at the end of Raw here, right? So that when MVP at Money in the Bank screws over Lashley, 
and gets the belt to Kofi by an interference from Keith Lee, no one's going to be shocked by this because MVP was planning this the whole time and they were clearly having a fallen out. So this shock reveal of uh, Keith Lee returning and helping out Kofi Kingston and being essentially the muscle for Kofi Kingston's next championship run just makes a lot of fucking sense. They're clearly building to a story like that, Carl, and I'm sure that that's what's going to happen on Money in the Bank and we'll talk about that. Psst. Yeah. Spoilers for next week. Um... Oh. Oh, that didn't happen, did it? <laughs> <laughs> no, clearly, clearly, they had no aim at all with the MVP stuff, and nope. we will talk about that. Nothing, nothing, none, not even slightly. But don't you like my idea better, Carl? Yeah, th- I mean, if that happened, it might, it might get like a three. Yeah, one point five from me anyway. So, so Anthony, time no, for I'm saying so. The magic. Okay, you ready? Boom. Nice. Right. So let's talk about NXT, shall we, Carl? Have we got it? Yeah, sadly. <sighs> so we saw Dakota Kai going up against Ember Moon with Dakota Kai taking a win. We saw Bobby Fish taking on Tyler Rust with Tyler Rust taking a win. We saw Saray going up against Gigi Dolan with Saray taking a win. We saw Dexter Loomis going up against Santos Escobar with Santos Escobar taking the win. We saw Eichmann Giro taking on Duke Hudson with Duke Hudson taking the win in the, I believe, the first round of the NXT breakout tournament, Carl. We saw Caden Carter and Casey Catanzaro going up against Jesse Kamea and Aaliyah with Caden Carter and Casey Catanzaro taking the win. And we saw Karrion Cross going up against Johnny Gargano for the NXT title with Karrion Cross taking the win. That was the card. Get to two. No, it's uh, So, highlights. Highlights. Main events. In all fairness, I, I'm not a big fan of the way they're booking Cross as a character these days, but him and Gargano, they have a lot of chemistry in the ring. And it was it was a, a really good match. And as much as all I want was him in a feud with Pete Dunne, I can't deny. Main event was definitely a highlight for the night. It was good. It was good. Do you think we'll get that main event? Well, time will only tell, Carl. Because we can talk about it probably next week. But uh, given the fact that we can see into the future, Caddy and Cross is, uh, has been seen on Raw lately. Uh, but he's still the champ. He's still the NXT title holder. So, um, like, it actually surprises me that he retained here, knowing that he ends up on Raw the following week. But I've um, got no more words. That's all I can say. No <laughs> uh, have you got a chopstick? <laughs> um, yeah. So I don't know. I don't know what the overall plan is. But um, we we saw him retain, and it was a, a really good match. So um, credit where credit's due. Very enjoyable. They both work really well together in the ring. I actually, Carl, I really enjoyed the hint towards. We had like a bit of a bit of a segment where in which um, basically Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly were. The Kyle O'Reilly's basically not done with Adam Cole, which pissed me off. But then we got a hint. We got a hint that um, Samoa Joe might not just be there to not wrestle. And obviously, they made the stipulation when he when he came in as like the enforcer for Regal, like. Um, Samoa Joe cannot um, uh, physically attack another wrestler unless he's been provoked or some crap like that. Um, I feel like they are pushing towards an Adam Cole Samoa Joe match, which I think could be a banger of a match. So it's going to be highlights because they're definitely hinting at that. You, you're giving me some no nods there, Carl. Talk to me. I can't see it happening. 
So I will raise you this bet. We will not I'll see Anatole versus Samojo in the next month. Okay, what bet do you want to make? Mm. Okay, Something. I have a, I have a fun bet for you. Come. If I'm right, right, and it goes both ways, so if you're right, you get to do this to me. But if I'm right on our next interview with the next wrestler that we interview, I get to pick one of your questions. Okay. I get to write one of your questions, and you have to say it. <laughs> devious. Devious. Yeah, fuck it. Let's do it. Yeah, let's do this. So the stipulation is... Samoa Joe will not face off with Adam Cole as of. I think we need to put it NXT. I think was, we need to put a time limit on it because well, a this month, is a, a month. Yeah, so, so from if you if, if they have not it at the very least booked this match in a month's time, I will concede that you've won. Ooh, okay. Because I don't want to get to like the fourth week and they announce the match and you go no technically, no I don't want to that shit. But if there's bit if there's still like if there's no announcements it's not booked it's not going to be at any particular match it's not on the card, or it hasn't already happened then I can see that you've won. Are you happy with a month for a time scale? Yeah okay, do. There you have it here, folks. You guys are the adjudicators. Hang on. Right. So either way, the the hint at it is going in the highlights for me. I love it, um, and I don't know how to explain this one because it's kind of a general thing, and it's a weird week to mention it because it's a bit of a scramble at the moment, the women's division because of some of the call ups they've had and so on. But it, this is, it, I think, the reason for all the call ups and the reason that it's it's highlighting this week is they've really got some talented female wrestlers on NXT, and I don't think they realise like. How much their cup runneth over, if you will, um, and we're like, and yes, I'm gonna we're gonna have a little debate in me oh shites in a sec, right? But like they they've signed the likes of Gigi Dolan and stuff like that, and we haven't really seen much of them. And now because we've lost like what three three female wrestlers from the NXT division, we're starting to see some other people, and um, it just it showed me that they can lose three female wrestlers, and it actually isn't really a problem because they've got a ton of talent there, like talent as well not people that are having to develop really talented women there and um, I just want to give that a highlight because it's like yeah they've got a fucking stacked women's division man agreed yeah yeah I was expecting some debate from you because you're a bit argumentative today (laughs) no I think um, I think (laughs) you know looking at it from the surface I think NXT um you know, the women on there are capable of being in any of the main WWE shows. So, yeah, I think it's more of a a weird thing that's going on with WWE at the minute where they want a certain type of character or something around the talent that is preventing mm-hmm. a, few the, a few of the women to, who deserve it. Because I think, if you, you know, if you look at Raw, you look at SmackDown, some of the women on there maybe don't save it um, as much as the NXT guys do. So. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Yeah, mm-hmm. I would agree. So, as far as your sites, oh, shit, Carl, I think we can both agree that my first one, and it has to be here every week, is uh, LA Knight and Cameron Grimes. We had the first week of Cameron Grimes being his butler. And um, 
you know, it wasn't too bad for old Cameron. He was um, instructed to mow his lawn, I think it was, and he hired some kids to do it or some whatever. He delegated his duties and that kind of shit. So LA Knight, he may have him as his butler, but it's just not working out. It's comical. Just still can't stand any of this bullshit. How do you feel? Yeah. What do you make of Cameron Grimes' new look? Because he, he dressed him up now, hasn't he? He's, he's like giving him a shave and all that because he's his he butler. like now. a penguin. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's uh, just a quick mention on that because be, I'd be remiss if I didn't include them in my O'Shites. They have to be there every week. I kind of miss them when they're not. <laughs> so the next one, Carl, and I needed to mention it. I don't, I'm not overly bothered by this one, if I'm honest, but I mentioned it because of the crowd reaction. I don't know if you noticed this. But um, when Diamond Mine, this new faction, when their inclusion in, um, was it, sorry, it was when Bobby Fish was going up against Tyler Rust and they tried to push that whole um, feud and that whole angle between um, warring factions, what have you. Um, we saw the crowd reaction actually starting to chant, this is garbage. Um, and they had a really quite strong reaction to Diamond Mine. And I'm not a particular fan. I don't think they've done much yet. And uh, it's like another faction for faction's sake. And I think the name's a bit shit. Um, I was quite surprised at how sort of people, how much people didn't like it. So this is more, this is more for the fans, Carl, not for me. What did you make of it? Yeah. No. Uh, garbage? Yeah. No. Okay. You just, you just want to get to the last one, don't you? You're like, I'm not going to participate until I get to argue with you over this last one. No, no, no. I, well, I'm going to stand by this, Carl, and I'm going to precast this. But I have no disrespect for this woman at all. But Gigi Dolan is going in Mio Shites this week. What the fuck? We, uh, we've not seen much of her at all in NXT since she got signed, and the bits we've seen of her, she seemed a little bit lost and a little bit less experienced than a woman of her experience should be. <laughs> the person carrying this match, the whole match was Saray. Fight <clears> me. So. Just turn, uh, you know, seems to happen that G. Dolan uh, previously dated Darby Allen. Oh, are you suggesting that I have some sort of bias? Oh, of course not. I mean, just, uh, yeah. What are the odds? I have no bias. No bias at all. It's not true. Like, honestly, Carl, honestly, who was the better person in that match? Quality of wrestling. Um, GG. No, no, yeah. no, you're wrong. No, no you're totally wrong. No, Saray, Saray was better in the ring. She was no. more comfortable. She seemed more sure about it all, and she was the better performer in that match. You were looking at the wrong things. Look at the drop kick that uh, she took on the, on the the bottom rope. Like no the selling she did for that. She is, uh, yeah, she is one of the rising stars. I would say. I she's got all the potential in the world, but for a woman, and I think maybe I'm being a bit harsh because she has come from a lot of experience in wrestling, and she's done a, a like she was noticed in the indies when like you didn't really get noticed in the indies, so like she definitely made a name for herself. But um, maybe that's why I'm looking at it, like she it looked a bit too fumbly. I don't know, but uh, no, I don't agree with you. I think she was the weak link in this match. So it looks like Carl and I won't be seeing eye to eye on this one because Carl is wrong. Um, I get it. I get it. You, you, you know, she's attractive, Carl. I get that. You know, but like, we that. can't. We can't always call the more attractive one the better wrestler. I keep Nothing telling you this to do with that. That's exactly why you like Drew McIntyre. 
<laughs> well, he is sexy. No, I mean, um, no, but like honestly, I think um, I think Gigi is underrated. I think the way, like, if you watch the match and it is a uh, pretty apparent due to bad camera angles on uh, NXT, she called that whole match, so you could see she was telling uh, her opponent what, like, you know, what to do, when to do it. Um, I thought she was fantastic. I thought it was a really good show for her. So I am surprised you, know you put I'm it willing, in the I'm willing to go back and watch this match, but I, I just, I, I didn't see it. I, I didn't see her being the one in control. Right. Yeah, I don't know. I, I am baffled because even ahead of the match, you had the whole promo thing where she was backstage asking for the match and she clearly excelled, you know, her opponent in her promo ability. Um, well, yeah. Yeah, on the talking then, side of it, I wouldn't either. Yeah, but then in the match itself, she led the match, and so yeah, I don't know. I I am surprised. Like like I, you know, yeah, I don't know. I think it's fine to say that you're not a fan, but I don't think. But I'm not not a fan. I just wasn't a fan of this match. Well, yeah, like and that... she, she can do better. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> Basically, she used it. <clears throat> Why are we starting this whole thing of I don't like Darby <laughs> Allen again? I'm nothing against Darby Allen. You have everything against Darby Allen. <laughs> I, I can guarantee I have not got an issue with Darby Allen, and I'm not even going to mention him when it comes to Dynamite. Yeah, you have not got a issue. You've got several. Um, <laughs> anyway. Anyway, overall, Carl, it was an okay week. There was nothing particularly wowed me. I'm actually going to give it a two because I'm just feeling that way out this week. Agreed. Two for me as well. It was fine. It was okay. It's okay. Bad show. Not a bad On. show at all. Blow it off, Carl. Light it up. It's time for Dynamite. Okay. So, the card this week, we had the IWGP US Heavyweight title on the line. With of John the world. <laughs> of the world. Yeah. You know, all the, the words. Um, John Moxley defending against Carl Anderson with Moxley picking up the win. Unsurprising to all. We had Lance Archer then going on to challenge John Moxley for the title, which was intriguing, to say the least. We had the FTW title on the line with Brian Cage taking on Ricky Starks with Ricky Starks picking up the win. The new FTW champion. Well done to Ricky Starks. That's we the had thing that, like that. That is a belt that can be defended on Dynamite now. It can be defended anyway. Cody calling out Malachi Black, and Malachi Black answers the call, and a brawl ensues. It's fun. What it's nice that a brawl ensued, though. It wasn't just twenty minutes of Malachi talking. That's true. That's true. Or Cody talking. Just like more bruises. Like I'm so deep, you have to look into the intricate detail. Um. But yeah, so that happened. We had Jericho being assaulted, um, and he learns his first match in the one of five series that MGF has put him up against. Um, I think he's got um, chairman in a chair match, maybe. Could be making all the chairman in a chair match. Yeah, could. Um, we then had Matt Hardy taking on Christian Cage, old school as fuck, brilliant. Yeah. As fuck. Christian Cage picking up the win. Yeah, 
Like <laughs> you can have a match where Matt Hardy goes up against Christian, and um, then we all get on it. Uh, Jim Ross are getting a little bit confused and calling it WWE. <laughs> like the man travelled back in time. That is Come true. on, the Brood. It's Michael Hayes. What's going on? JR, no, stop it. Um, so. Sorry, King. Yeah. Puppies. Who even said, JR, why are you saying puppies? Um, saying your line. Um, so, yeah, so that happened. It was good. Christian picked up the win. Um, yeah, good match. I uh, I thoroughly enjoyed it, Anthony. Honestly, I did. Yeah, no, you can't beat it. It tweaks the nostalgia. They both can still really go in the ring. Nothing wrong with that match at all. Wow. Critical, I thought you would be, but still, here we are. Um, I was critical of the signing, but you can't deny that they're both very talented men. So, damn. Okay, I like it. I like it. Um, we then had Miro. Uh, he had a promo, uh, and he debuted his new title. It was a white strap, a la the Intercontinental title, uh, with green and Who gold is he? accent. John Cena, changing yeah. the fucking belt all the time. Can't see him. Um, yeah, so interesting. Uh, you know, it seems like the TNT title will have a different look for everyone who uh, who holds it. So obviously, Brody Lee had the original. We had um, <laughs> Cody had the unfinished. Well, yeah, well, yeah. Technically, Cody had the unfinished. Then Brody had the original, and you know, we've had you know a different variant ever since. So yeah, yeah. Darby's was like slightly darker. Like the the belt was black, but the metal work was a little bit darker as well, wasn't it? And then. Um... Obviously, Miro's is now this one. So yeah, so quite nice to be fair. Um, eh. You know, obviously it's. I actually prefer the Darby Allen one. Fucking hell! You, you okay? No, the belt, the belt, not Darby Allen. The the belt itself. Um, <laughs> I don't I don't even like him as champion, but the the aesthetic of the belt itself I think is better than what Miro's got now. But that's personal preference. <laughs> of course. Um, we then had a Britt Baker interview, obviously hyping up the. Feud with Nyla Rose, um, which was pretty good, I thought, um, as Britt Baker interviews tend to be. We then had Sammy Guevara taking on Wheeler Utah, um, with Sammy picking up the win in a relative squash, to be fair. Um, but yeah, why not? He deserves it, so fair play. Mm-hmm. We have Penelope Ford again for a second week in a row on Dynamite, but she lost against Yuka Sakazaki. Um, yeah, not happy, to be fair. I thought Penelope Ford was going to, you know, get some, some wins. Start amounting I think she from... needs to start getting some wins. Yeah, I mean, she has impressed every week in a different way. Whether it's like a I heel think she's wear, really talented, it's you know. a in-ring ability. Um, oh, yeah, because she's pretty, Anthony, you would do, wouldn't you? See? Not nice, <laughs> is, it? Not nice is it, Anthony? See, yeah, yeah. Um, but no, well, yeah, honestly. Yeah, totally right. <laughs> She's fine, so she's good. Um, <laughs> but no, like, like honestly, I think um, she is capable of doing some good stuff with AW. And I thought last week her win was going to lead on something. So it's a loss this week, but at the same time, I don't think it spells the end for her. So um, good match, and again featured prominently on the main show. So fingers crossed they do something with her. But yeah. A shame she had the loss. Um, Agreed. And then the main event of the evening, Anthony, your favourite, I'm sure, was Darby Allen taking on Ethan Page in a coffin match. And I thought it was fucking brilliant. All I'm saying. Yeah, shame he got the win. <laughs> You're terrible. Terrible guy. I only do these things for you. He was always going to win the coffin match. 
wasn't he? Mm. To be honest. Not always, not always. Um, yeah, that was the card. In terms of highlights, most of the show. So, Ricky Starks is a fucking star. Like Again, another one of them slow burns. He's been knocking around for a while, and he's just excelling himself in the last few weeks. Yeah. like It's that, that perfectly well-built um, thing again, isn't it? There's been a lot of uh, NWA guys who have been like pushing him to the moon, saying like he's going to be something. I think everyone was like, "Nah, he's gone from you know NWA to AW. He'll be like a you know a standard roster player." And then all of a sudden, he has this match, and the fucking fans, they were so behind him, like they were willing him on to win that match. And then you know he did, and it was fucking boom, like proper crowd reaction that you want. So. Yeah, fair play to mm-hmm. Fair play. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. We then had Cody and Malachi uh, Black having a little brawl in the ring, and yeah, it was good. I'll um, be honest, I I genuinely adjusted about this before, but I I do mean it. Like they're both known for liking the sound of their own voice and talking a bit too much, and the fact that it it, it didn't really feel overdone, and we just had a nice brawl. I thought was really quite good. Didn't expect it from them. Yeah, it felt like less was more <laughs> with like yeah, yeah. and um, mm-hmm. you know it led to a big brawl, obviously, um, as it always does. But it didn't feel overdone, which is a uh, rare for a Cody feud, and you know testament to Malachi uh, coming in to the show. Yeah. So, uh, we then had Mahardy versus Christian Cage, and as we've said, I think on paper this was like a typical. Oh, WWE match, you know what you're doing. AW you're meant to be something different, blah, blah. But it was good. It was really good, and it showed that both of them can still go at their age. And you know, you know, no disrespect to Matt, but to Christian, like again, it showed that his career was meant to be done, and here he is putting on a fucking clinic. So, yeah, yeah. the matches are awesome, and you know, imagine you know a day and age where. <laughs> We'll get to see Edge and Jeff Hardy versus Matt Hardy and Christian Cage. Imagine. Um, but, you know, <laughs> I imagine. Imagine. Um, imagine. 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 Um, we then get to see a new TNT title. Miro debuts a white and green and gold was, version. The highlight for you as well. Highlights, wow. It was a highlight because it reminded me of the uh, uh, Intercontinental title. Um, Which, as we know, is the, the nicest title. It like is, aesthetic is. wise, the original, um, the white strap is the best one as well. <laughs> it's you know what? It's so weird for me, and I think we talk about this a lot. The white strap, I like the best, but I can't like it the best because you know the ones who I respect history. the most had a black, uh, a, you know, the black strap. So yeah, yeah no, I get that. Shame. I get that. But yeah, white strap is fucking cool. Um, but I like the fact that it was a new title. Um, it made sense why he was debuting it. It wasn't just like a Oh, he's got a new title. Um, and yeah, you know, Miro champion makes sense. So it was a highlight for me. Long may he um, reign. The next one, Sammy Guevara squash. I think um, it took a lot of people by surprise. And I think, you know, he was a hometown boy. He has just come off. He's just a hometown boy. Living a hometown um, But yeah, I think he just came off a wonderful week uh the past week and yeah it made sense it was a squash but it you know it did well for the opponent as well so yeah all happy by me uh the next highlight 
more Penelope Ford. So, again, she never went on to win the match, but she's fucking boss, man. Honestly, you know, you joke. She's pretty. She is pretty. I agree. But she's fucking And we've good. said for a long time she's very capable in the ring, and it's shocking that they haven't used them more. Yeah. I am I am surprised by the lack of in ring, you know, competition she's had over the last like two years. Like yeah. it's shocking to me. Like every time she's in there, it's fucking you know, it is good. You know, well, I remember pretty, early early doors of AEW we'd see it in like um certain like battle royal matches or tag matches and you'd go, Fucking hell, she's actually really good in the ring yeah. but then outside of stuff like that she was like a valet and you're like, I don't I don't get it. Why is she not having a singles push here? This is crazy. I mean And we're still waiting, we're still waiting. For me, last week, that was her, like, higher ceiling. Like, she was a fucking phenomenal heel. Like, she had everything that she needed to be to be, a, you know, a great heel. She was doing everything that, you know, you could possibly want. So, yeah, to see her a second week on Dynamite was good, but she lost. Um, So, yeah, there is that. But good that she's getting the time and the, you know, acknowledgement, I guess. Uh. So hopefully it leads to better things. Yeah. And then the final highlight was the coffin match. Um, it was fucking ace. Challenge me, Anthony. Tell me it wasn't good. I'm, I'm not going to disagree with you, Carl, as much as you want me to. And you expect me to because it's Derby. It was a really good match. It was something a bit different as well, which is nice to see. Um, I like them trying to be creative with stipulations because, it, you know, how many more stipulations you can come up with. But it was a little bit different. It was uh, a lot of fun. It was in keeping with Derby's character. And the pair of them work really well together. I have nothing to complain about at all with this match. And that is why, ladies and gentlemen, I am going to give this a four out of five. I think it You haven't gone through your own shite, Carl? Yeah, because there wasn't a fucking single one, Anthony. Hey! There wasn't a single um, one. And I, here's another shocking for you, Carl. I'm gonna join you. I'm gonna call it four out of five too. Holy shit! Is Fucking that the college. highest? Is that the highest rating you've given? I think it might be. Holy shit! I um, think the four. I think I don't know. I think the cage match might have got a four as well. You know, mm. Wardlow and uh, Cody. Cody. Yeah, yeah. I think that week um, might have got. A four. I mean, no, it was good. It like not even joking. It was like really, really good. Um, it wasn't perfect. There was a lot of stuff that happened, and it's kind of like well. Did it need to happen? Um, but all in all, the thing is, like, I don't know why it got me, but a lot of things, like, there were certain things that, like, I don't know how you felt about it, but like, we had that little tweak of nostalgia with um, Hardy and um, Christian, but we had like, like, just that little reminder that Sammy is really good. Like, mm. I remember before he even joined the inner circle, before any of that bollocks, we were like, this kid's got, he's going to be something. He's fucking talented. And then he got involved in the inner circle and he's become a mainstay. He's become a really well-known name in AEW. But this match, this squash match, it was just a nice little reminder that he's actually really fucking good in the ring as a solo star. Um, And, I, you know, want to see more of it. And it was just a few different things that I'm like, you know, this is, this is what it's, this is, it's getting back to what it should be. You know what I mean? And then um, I think the crowds probably helped all that as well, in all fairness. But no, definite four. Well, holy shit. So, yeah, Dynamite was a four. <laughs> Madness. Madness. Um, so, Anthony, who's <laughs> your magic? Oh, shit. Oh, dude, 
definitely didn't uh, skip on Glorious! Wow. The power. Uh, anyway, so let's talk SmackDown right quick and then we'll get on to Money in the Bank. Um, so, as far as the car goes, Carl, we saw Roman and the Usos going up against Mysterio and Edge. No, Mysterios and Edge. No, the Marvelous Mysterios and Edge. Uh, with Roman and the Usos taking the win. We saw one Finn Balor rocking up on SmackDown to interrupt Samothy Zane. Um, we'll talk a bit more on that, but interesting, interesting. We saw Shotzi and Knox, because they're not allowed first names anymore, uh, going up against Natalia and Tamina, with Shotzi and Knox taking the win. We saw Bianca Belair going up against Carmella in a title match, with Bianca Belair taking the win. We saw Corbin. And then uh, they closed the night out with uh, Seth Rollins, Big E, Shinsuke Nakamura, and Kevin Owens having a nice big fatal four-way with Seth Rollins taking the win. And that's how we close the night out, because with some long matches there, you know. So, Carl, first highlights. Let's talk about a few different... Like, these are all highlights, and so arguably they shouldn't be. But fuck it, we've missed this. We've missed this. We've missed this, Carl. So, first highlight. What a way to um, to welcome the fans back with Vince McMahon. Short and sweet, but I fucking popped, and I thought it was fucking brilliant. I wanted to make it Vince McMahon. Yeah, and that was it. I, I think that's all it needed to be as well. I think that was fucking ace. It needed a quick appearance from him. You know, the fans have been missed, and, um, it, you know, it's nice to see the new set design actually looks pretty ace. I don't know what you think of it, Carl, but I think it looks pretty good. Um, it was great to see Vince come out, even for as fleeting as it was, and it's fantastic to have the fans back. So there's highlight number one for you right there. I think the more, you know, screens, the better. The less uh, fucking Roman Reigns going, yeah, yeah, but they're, they're, they're big fans of the whole CGI stuff, so we probably still get that for a while. Um, so second highlight, Carl, and again, still talking about fans and crowds and what have you, the edge pop. Like, let's be honest, and I, I don't know, I don't know if this is the right thing to say because I know Edge is a superstar, but you forget how big Edge is until there's a crowd there to welcome him. That was a hell of a, a pop for Edge coming out, wasn't it? Let's be oh, honest, yeah. that was fucking ace. So um, like, again, um, brought it all back, man. Reminiscent of like the old school, you know, it's like that kind of pop. But yeah. I don't know whether it's because like we don't have one in like <laughs> two years, but yeah. It, it was, it was a good plot. I think that's the thing. I think some of it is just that we're so deprived that we're, we're just enjoying this so much. But fuck it. I'm going to live with it and lean into it. I mean, last highlight, Carl, and I'm a bit loath to call it a highlight because I think both of us might agree that this probably wasn't... Uh, it might not be a good decision, but I'll mention it. And I'm going to call it a highlight because I know most people were happy with this. And that's Finn Balor rocking up on SmackDown. Because yeah. it could be, it could be a very good thing for Finn, and it could be a very good thing for SmackDown. Um, but I, I wasn't happy at all with like people loved Finn. Like, oh, it's great that he's gone back to NXT and he had that great championship run, and now he can be treated right going back onto the main roster. And I'm like, I seem to be by myself. Well, you and me seems to be alone on an island here, Carl, thinking that Finn's run in NXT was just not that great. Yes, he held the title. And that, but I felt like he was just coasting off his reputation. I don't think he did much at all in that run in NXT. His initial NXT run and his hit to the main roster with a fucking rocket up his ass was brilliant. And yeah, the injury happened and he kind of floundered. But going back to NXT, it was just like walking around basically like, I'm Finn Balor. 
I don't need nothing. I don't need to prove nothing. I'm Finn Balor. That was kind of the approach he got. So there was nothing. There was, I, there was some good matches there, but there was no no particularly good work as far as I'm concerned. So I'm a little bit worried. Is he going to come in with that whole Prince Finn gimmick and just kind of be slightly arrogant and coast off the fact that he's Finn? I mean, he has got no gimmick. He's literally a guy who goes with with like X's, pointy pointy X's in like letters like. Lexus, yeah, like that. That that is his <laughs> his whole yeah. stick. Um, baffling how anyone thinks he is anything at this point. Um, I don't get it honestly. I think when it when he was uh, back on the day, the fucking the demon, you know, made sense. It was good. It was you know for me, he didn't even have to be the demon. Have some enthusiasm. Mm. Just doesn't really. He just doesn't seem. To, I. I just always. I felt like he's running actually this time, that he was coasting through it. I didn't feel like he was. He, he wanted to really be there. That was the vibe I was getting. Like, rightly or wrongly, because so many people would disagree with that. Yeah. And so many people loved him in NXT, but I just. I just felt like he couldn't be asked just, being there. I don't get his gimmick. Like he is Prince Balor, okay, but why is he a prince and why is it? Why the Rexes and why? Why is he like just doing this? Like, yeah. Mm. Yeah, I know what you mean. And um, why is he done with the demon when the demon was one of the best things he ever did? Yeah, I'm sure it'll come back at some point. But like, I believe he's made some comments about like, like he's done with the demon. Like, don't be. It's the best thing you had. Um. So yeah, like, I'm gonna call it a highlight because I know the crowd popped for him, and it could be awesome. And I will. I've seen him great, and I've seen him not so great as far as I'm concerned. So there's no reason that he can't come on to the main roster and can't come on to SmackDown and be fucking great. So I'll benefit of the doubt. It was a great pop. It's great to see him, and we'll see what happens. So it's going to be a highlight. As far as O'Shea to go, Carl, I have two. Um, first one I'll mention was the women's tag match. I felt a little bit sorry for Shotzi and Knox. They haven't been on SmackDown all that long, and they had a, a, a match with Natalia and Tamina. They had um, Zelina Vega and Liv Morgan both at commentary, and then we concentrate on those two having a fallen out. And most of the match was occupied by their having a brawl, and it was just, I think it was a bit messy and a bit of a shit way to have a, have a match, really, because there was no real concentration on these two new up-and-comers who were meant to be getting some opinion on. Assuming you haven't seen NXT and you only watch SmackDown, I don't think it was executed well. So that's going in a little shape for me. Don't know how you feel about it, Carl. Don't know how you feel about all these things. I know you love Liv and you you love Selena. So <laughs> no, I agree. Um, yeah, just didn't need to happen. Yeah. And me only other little shape, Carl. And again, I I don't know how WWE keep doing this to me. I feel sorry for Corbin. And it's not because, like, because that's what they're going, I'm going for this sad sack thing. He set up a GoFundMe. I'm not too sure about that whole gimmick. I think that's a bit lame. But it's the fact that even the good guys, apparently, in WWE, the likes of Kevin Owens and Big E and all that, just go, fuck you, Corbin. It's like, aren't you getting to be the good guys? Like, they all come out for their match and they just totally disrespect him. And it's like, he's a man down on his luck begging for help. And even the good guys are like, nah, fuck that guy. Like, I don't know where this angle's going to go. Like, I'm just like I actually feel sorry for Corbin. I might I might even give him some money to his go for. I won't. I won't. <laughs> I mean, but, I believe um, there was uh, some people who actually did, and he he had to actually shut it down <laughs> because people were contributing to it, thinking it was real, and he was just like, no, <laughs> don't do it. I think it like 
I don't. I'm not even sure how that translates. Like he lost his crown, so now he's poor. Mm. Like he wasn't actually royalty. Like and surely he still gets a paycheck. So I'm not quite sure what we're meant to infer from that. Like, like the crown is money, or does all his money go to Shinsuke now? Is that one of the stipulations? I'm, I really don't know why he's unfortunate enough to need a GoFundMe. Mm. No one knows. So confusing, and I don't know. I just can we not just bring back the like whatever he was the lone wolf or whatever he was before he was king. Bring back the Baron. So um, yeah, that's gonna be only other Oshai call. Overall, this was actually a decent week for SmackDown. It was great to see the crowds back. I'm trying to be as balanced as I can be, and I'm gonna call it a three because I did have some more issues with this than I did uh, Dynamite, but it was still a fucking brilliant week to watch and brilliant because of the crowds. So. Um, I'm just trying to be bad. I'm tempted by a three and a half, but that's only because it's like great to see everyone back, and it is just a better atmosphere with the crowds there. But in its balances, looking at the matches, it's got to be a three. I feel like a massive heel right now. Um, <gasps> two and a half. Two and a half for me. Why? Why? Um, Explain yourself, Mister. I think the crowd was awesome, but like the match quality wasn't. Um, that's why I brought it down to a three because there was some don't be wrong like the Fatal 4-Way was decent but it's always one of their matches where it's like okay they're all going to be involved in the pay-per-view so let's get them all in a match together somehow so there's no real motive there Mm. the tag match again similar scenario it's like they're all components in the Money in the Bank but this is very much a setup for Money in the Bank isn't it so I was I was kind of giving the matches a bit of a pass in that sense as they weren't bad matches they were like just needless I suppose yeah I don't know I mean you had Roman and Usos uh, versus Mysterios and Edge. Yeah. You had Balor. Sound. Shotty and Knox out of nowhere. And then, Again, that was the weakest match of the night because yeah. they, fucked up, they fucked up the execution on that match. So We had Bella and Carmella. Well, obviously, it wasn't going to you know change hands because it was on SmackDown. So, yeah. okay. Yep. And then the main event was like, well, Rollins won. But... Okay. <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah. Know. It, yeah, I know what you mean. It but, was um, it was fine. They weren't bad matches. No, no, I think it was you know it was fine. The fans helped, but still, you know, it it wasn't a go home show for me. Mm. Okay, okay. I'll live with it, Carl. That's what you want to give it. I wish I could live. Yes, you with don't it. care about the fans. That's all I'm saying. Whatever. Ah, nice. Um. Yeah, so that was SmackDown this week. That was this week in wrestling. That was yeah. second. Do it. Let's go on to the. Do you want to do the special magic this time? Yeah, people talking stuff, and then we'll be back with other things. Oh, of course. Yeah, we've got to do the breaks and all that. Yeah, my bad. Um, so, yeah, so stuff after this. You're watching. Or listening. It's an A to the K. The A to the K. 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 These guys are awesome. Check it out. Check it out. Change your life. You'll be thanking me later. 